RevMD, the podcast all about medical billing. I am your host, Dr. Heather Signorelli. Join us as we break down the ins and outs of medical billing, discuss the latest trends, and also share insights to help your practice navigate healthcare finances. NatRevMD is a physician-owned, full-service medical billing and coding company. Check us out at natrevmd.com. That's N-A-T-R-E-V-M-D.com. Now on to the episode. Welcome back to another week of the NatRevMD podcast. This week, we are going to talk about something that is a little frustrating, something we all often want to ignore or forget, and that's your accounts receivable. I cannot underscore this enough. This is what will make or break your practice, because at the end of the day, after the patients are seen, if the money you are supposed to be receiving is still sitting in your AR, then all of this is for nothing. So today, We are going to talk about the top three things you need to understand about managing your accounts receivable, which will help you capture more revenue. These are the top pitfalls. I see that result in practices having over seven figures in AR. And honestly, it's typically the same few reasons that result in this issue. You guys hear me talk about measuring you AR, looking at your trends. And while that is critically important, I am not going to spend much time on that today. Please just measure the AR every month. How much is patient AR? How much is insurance AR? And how old is the AR? Remember, the benchmark of AR, 90 days should be 20%, which in reality should be very little patient because you are collecting as much patient payment upfront as you can and then doing credit card on file for the rest. So now that you are measuring and tracking your AR monthly, let's get to the top reasons your AR may be climbing. I am going to address the obvious first when it comes to managing your AR. Is your team large enough or have the right resources for managing the volume of claims and AR? Staffing issues in either small practices or even in the billing team is a huge reason for AR that isn't handled timely. This may be the most obvious, but AR is time-consuming, and it isn't easy. You have to call insurance companies, check payer portals, dive into the EOBs or details around a denial, or sometimes beat up the insurance company to understand why it hasn't been paid. Having the time to go through the claim every day, realizing that literally teams could run claims all day long and still not get through them all. Then, to come back the next day, ready to tackle the next group of claims. This takes the right amount of people for the volume of the claims you are sending out. It is often the area I see practices struggle the most, and sometimes just having enough manpower to get through it is a large reason for high AR. It is important to understand that AR team members are going to be looking at rejections, trying to understand the rejection, and then figuring out how to solve it so they can resubmit the claim. For a doctor's office with three, four doctors and maybe 3,000 claims a month, you need at least two AR staff members, where this is their only job. 
you need to have an organized approach to managing the claims and the process to be managed. So they need to have enough people working on the volume of the claims and denials to keep it at a reasonable level. The older the claims sit there, the harder it is to get them paid. The second item is all about knowledge about what to do with the denial and how to handle the issue with the payer. Once you get the EOB back or the ERA into the system, remember this is the document that allows the team to know what it isn't paid. The team will need to review the denial reason and then figure out how to manage it. This could be a modifier issue, eligibility issue, coding issue, or just a request for medical records. But if the team is taking the denial and resubmitting a modifier change when the issue was an ICD-10 or medical necessity issue, then you are just spinning your wheels. I see this a lot when the wrong level of experience is working the AR. If the AR team member is just statusing the claim, which is really just calling the insurance company after the denial comes in, but not solving the problem, then the AR continues to sit there. To really clarify what statusing a claim means, this is really all about getting information over and over again, but not changing the outcome of the claim. It's like checking the status of your pizza delivery to make sure it's still hot when it arrives. But here's the twist. Just knowing the status of a denied claim isn't enough. It's like knowing your pizza is stuck in traffic, but not doing anything to get it moving. If a claim is denied, you need to figure out why and fix it, not just nod and move on. This happens related to inexperience and training. And while you may be sitting there thinking, I won't be the person training my AR folks, you need a manager or other experienced biller managing your AR team. If your AR team is either under-resourced, inexperienced, or just not sure how to handle the denial, then it will remain on the AR. So the takeaway here is, if you are, if you are looking at your AR and it's climbing or not in benchmark, you need to be thinking, is my team resourced enough? Do they have the right team members calling and managing the AR? Do they have the right experience to manage complicated denials, especially if you are a surgical practice? The last item we will talk about today is communication and how that plays a role in managing your AR. This is another common error I see with practices. The AR team is sometimes on an island and working on denials. But when the denial reason is reliant on another part of the practice to solve the issue, communication and tracking become so critical. So for example, say you have an eligibility issue. The claim was denied because the patient's insurance was not active or it was incorrect. If your AR team is relying on your front office to call the patient or waiting for the patient to call back with the information, you may waste time. Now, of course, if eligibility is done correctly up front, this isn't an issue. But things get lost in emails, so having a tracking mechanism to say that this claim was denied because of eligibility and that you are waiting for Susie to get this corrected and that it was sent to Susie on Monday and you will follow up on Wednesday you are going to have better success. So the key here is having a tracker or note system in the PM software at the claim level that says this was the action taken and this is the next step and the date. 
I am going to follow up on the claim. Another example of something similar is a coding issue that maybe the physician needs to address. If an email is sent without any tracking mechanism and the email never gets answered or there is back and forth but no resolution, it can get lost in the shuffle. You have to either have a process in the PM software or in an Excel tracker to make sure you don't lose track of the claim need and make sure it gets resolved. I see so many outsourced billing companies that we take over have this as their main issue. They have no tracking system to get back what they need from the practice. And then the billing company doesn't push to get them resolved. Maybe they send one message to the front office or staff, or maybe they don't send anything. And then next thing you know, you have a million dollars worth of AR. If there is a weekly touch point, a tracker, or a mechanism to hold each other accountable, you are going to be more successful. So what I want you to take away from this is that you and your office need to sit down with the billing team to understand what is still left in the AR, what issues are there to be solved by the practice, how are they tracked, and how is the billing company helping the practice get those resolved. We all know how understaffed the front office can be or how staff can turn over. So how do we make sure those issues are getting resolved? As I always say, billing is a partnership between the billing team and the office. Let me paint you a picture. We have had multiple practices that we have taken over old AR and were able to sort it out and even recover hundreds of thousands of dollars of old claims. Those practices are now sending out their claims on time, getting claims resolved quickly, and partnering with the office so everyone can be more successful. We have many of our practices with Insurance AR 90 days under 5-10%, which is amazing. It's also important to take all the lessons from denials and make sure those high-level issues are being called out. If eligibility issues continue to be an issue over and over again. It's time to retrain the front office staff. If it's coding or documentation issues, then how do we partner with the physicians to re-educate? If you notice that claims are often denied for the same reason, it's time for a team huddle to figure out a game plan. Maybe there's a training gap or perhaps a process needs tweaking. It's all about finding those patterns and breaking them. The best teams out there treat denials like gold dust. They learn from them, tweak their processes, and make sure they don't make the same mistake twice. It's a bit like cooking. Sometimes you've got to adjust the recipe a few times before you get it just right. If you aren't working with your billing team on processes or monitoring your AR, then please reach out for a free practice analysis. We recently changed our name to better align with our podcast, so head on over to natrevmd.com to check us out and get your free practice analysis today. You can fill out some simple online questions and get a response back quickly on how things may be going in your practice. If you are looking for a new billing team, reach out. We would love to help. Have a great rest of your weekend and talk next week. (music) 